Manna or Meatloaf, Episode 39, Healthy Self. Hello, hello, and Happy New Year. I hope you all had a wonderful New Year's and are dancing straight into 2021 with arms, minds, and hearts wide open. The truth is, we're going to get there whether we want it or not. So I'll quote Vern McClellan one more time when he said, quote, What the new year brings to you will depend a great deal on what you bring to the new year. End quote. Today, I want to focus on the phrase healthy self. I'd be willing to bet that probably 99.9% of you are in some way resolving to improve your health like I am this year. While losing weight is no longer at the top of my list, feeling healthy and improving my overall health is still in that number one spot, simply because when we don't have our health, it's hard to really enjoy much else. Am I right? I'll never forget the true story that's probably been experienced by many, unfortunately. It was the story of a millionaire who spent his entire life acquiring wealth and chasing the dream, pushing his body and not caring for its needs, and then when his health failed, spending every last dime it had taken a lifetime to acquire in a feeble attempt to regain his health. All to no avail. I think you'd all agree that our health is probably one of those things that's easiest to take for granted. So what are you doing to take better care of your health this year? To be your best, healthiest self. Let's look at that word for a minute. Healthy self. Write it down for me, would you? Now look carefully at what it says. Healthy self. Break the word healthy into two words. Heal thyself. If that doesn't resonate in you, I don't know what will. As we jump into this new year with both feet, ready to carve out a new story for ourselves and our families, one that includes peace, peace of mind, hope for better things, and loads of happiness and health, I hope you see that in order to be our best healthy selves, we first have to heal ourselves. Now, some of you might be thinking, heal from what? I don't feel broken. And if that's the case, congratulations. <laughs> you won't need this one. What does healing look like to you? Does it mean nurturing and caring for emotional wounds, hurt hearts, damaging disappointments, or frustrating fears? How can you heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually? Well, that's what I want to chew on with you today. And my hope is that you'll find some takeaways that you can use as you're launching yourself into this fabulous new year. I heard one of the best little nuggets buried in a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yes, it's true. One of only three that I watched this entire season, I might add. (laughs) And I'm excited to share it with you because it works so perfectly with this little play on words that we're talking about today. Ready for this? Brace yourselves. Quote, sometimes when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. End quote. Thanks, Hallmark. Kapow! What do you think of that one? I'm going to say it again. Sometimes when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Oh my gosh, I love that. It works so perfectly, doesn't it? When we're thinking of healthy self equals heal thyself. So how do we do that? Let's break it down and take a closer look, shall we? What does it mean to heal yourself physically? 
I said it before and I'll say it again. I know as sure as the nose on my face that our bodies manifest physically what's happening emotionally. So if we don't learn to recognize, feel, and process our negative emotions appropriately, our bodies will pay the price. And if we're trying to improve our health, then we need to support our bodies while they are supporting us, right? We know that our bodies are divinely designed to heal within the limitations of the physical body, of course, when we have a cut. Platelets in our blood clot to stop the bleeding. When we break a bone, our bodies begin to produce new cells to heal the damage. White blood cells know how to remove the dead, injured cells, and new healthy cells actually repair damaged, infected tissues. Our bodies are amazing. That DNA code knows how to fix itself, like I said, within the limitations of the physical body and according to God's will and timetable. What an immense blessing and divine gift. But there's also a lot we can do to empower our bodies and support them as they strive to heal themselves. Now, did you know that most research indicates that only up to 30%, depending on the study you're looking at, of disease is determined by a genetic predisposition? That indicates that at least 70% of all disease can be controlled by a healthy lifestyle that implements diet and exercise. And when I say diet, you know I'm talking about clean eating, getting back to whole foods, less preservatives, chemical synthetics, and less sugar. Okay, please understand. I am not calling this kettle black. Everyone who knows me knows I have a love-hate relationship with sugar. And I'd be willing to bet I'm not alone. (laughs) There is a staggering amount of scientific evidence. And those of you who've ever made bread know that sugar feeds yeast. Yeast feeds inflammation. Inflammation feeds pain, mental fog, and disease of every kind. I hope you're not tempted to shut me off right now. Because trust me, I know it's so stupid. Stinking hard. Sometimes it just seems impossible almost to cut back on something that we feel has such a strong magnetic pull. Cravings are a very real physiological force. But part of this great plan and a big piece of our mortal journey is to learn to control the physical appetites that come from these amazing bodies. Am I right? I'm obviously not a dietitian or a doctor, but I am a student of the Word of Wisdom and have been trying very hard to implement changes in my life that would complement that belief. Okay, let's be honest. (laughs) I'm going to rephrase that. I'm trying very hard again since Christmas. (laughs) And guess what? We've been told that doing our best is enough. As long as we don't give up and quit, we're still moving forward. We're still learning and we're still progressing. So just keep moving forward with me. Over the course of my 53 years, and I'm ashamed to say this, but I have taken my health for granted many times and not always appreciated the health that comes with this amazing physical body. One of my favorite scriptures in reference to how I feel about this amazing physical body is found in DNC 8833, and I obviously likened it unto myself, but it does say, quote, What doth it profit a man if a gift is bestowed upon him and who receive not the gift? End quote. I've crossed out the word receive and inserted the word love and care for so that it reads, What doth it profit a man if a gift is bestowed upon him and he love and care not for that gift? Then the following reply should get your attention. Quote, Behold, he rejoices not in that which is given unto him, neither rejoices in him who is the giver of the gift. End quote. Yikes. 
I want to invite you to join me in considering what changes we can implement physically to give our bodies the power they need to do what they are inherently capable of doing, and then supporting them with the modern medicine and other modalities that we've been blessed with to support them. If our child jumps off the counter and breaks their legs, we know we're not going to pray that away. We don't hope against all odds, for example, that it will heal on its own. We go in and get the bone reset so that it can heal properly, don't we? If we have a cavity, we go to the dentist, the expert who knows how to correct the deterioration and protect it from further erosion. And I am a firm believer that if we have a mental or emotional illness or imbalance, there are also professional experts that can help us in our healing in that regard as well. There is such a negative stigma, unfortunately, with depression, anxiety, and any number of emotional or hormonal imbalances. And it's my own opinion, but I don't believe that's any different than relying on the expert who casts our bones or fixes our cavities, is it? The idea is to empower our bodies to do what they can do and support them in every way while they are supporting us. So what would you need to do or get help with to heal emotionally? Ask yourself that question. I believe that most of us already kind of know how best to heal ourselves, even though it can sometimes be very difficult to identify. I can't begin to tell you how many times I've been zoning a person who is in tears saying, I just don't know what to do, when somehow throughout the process, an idea or a body signal or the spirit whispers truth to them. They're all of a sudden illuminated with the answer that, yeah, they already knew. Their bodies or the spirit may have been trying to tell them, but they just weren't listening to either one of them. So let's ask ourselves some questions, okay? Number one, are we forgiving? Guess what? Forgiveness heals. Are we loving? Love heals. Are we being patient? The adage, time heals all wounds, holds a lot of truth. Are we listening to our bodies and the things they are trying to tell us? Oh my gosh, this is my favorite. Okay, I'm totally going to ping for a minute. And we are going to talk about your colons. (laughs) Oh my gosh, people are cringing. I can feel it. Yay! There's no delicate way to bring this up, so here goes nothing. One of the things that never ceases to amaze me is how the colon teaches us about emotional health. Okay, When I'm sitting with a person, I always ask them while I'm zoning, what does the colon do? And they always say, it gets rid of waste. And yes, it does. But before that, it takes up and keeps everything that serves the body, right? That's where all the nutrients from our diets are absorbed. And then slowly the body begins to break down, digest, and work through the excess. And then it gets rid of the junk. Am I right? If we could just liken our emotional state to that of our colons, we could learn a lot. First, we need to take up and keep what is serving us. Those coping strategies, the solutions, the practices that help us and serve us, and then begin working through, slowly digesting and processing the negative emotion. That can look like identifying, journaling, working through, getting the help we need, learning the things we need to learn, and then releasing the junk. I can promise you that it is always the people who struggle with irregularity or constipation that don't let go of the emotional junk. Aren't our bodies so amazing? Okay, back to the questions. Are we giving ourselves permission to feel? 
even the hard, painful, ugly stuff. There's this book that I love the title of. It's called Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. Now, you have to be really open-minded to love the book, but the title is so powerful, don't you think? Stuffing or denying the hard stuff is not conducive to healing. So are we educating ourselves and taking the responsibility for our own emotional health and not giving anyone else the power to dictate our peace or happiness? Knowledge heals. In the Book of Mormon, Moroni tells us that through the power of the Holy Ghost, we can know the truth of all things. That's found in Moroni 10.5. And most importantly, are we turning to the Master Physician, the ultimate healer, our Father in Heaven, through His Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to help us bear our burdens and heal our emotional wounds? He does. I know He does, because He's healed mine. In 3 Nephi 18.32 of the Book of Mormon, Jesus promised that he would heal those who would come to him with full purpose of heart and repent, and he always keeps his promises. I promise. And last, how do we heal ourselves spiritually? In a divine prescription for spiritual healing by Malcolm S. Jepson, he encourages us to carefully examine our spiritual selves on a regular basis. He asks, quote, Where do we stand with the Lord? Are we happy with our own spirituality? Do we like what we see? Is the Holy Ghost our companion in life? Do we recognize the promptings of the Holy Spirit? The answers to these and other similar self-examination questions may help us to diagnose any spiritual illness which we may have, end quote. We are all sinners. We know that. With hope only through Christ's merciful atonement and the gift of repentance, we all know how we feel when we sin— And we all know it's not good. So let's turn the questions we're asking to stare us squarely in the face. And remember my Hallmark quote, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Okay, are we forgiving ourselves? Forgiveness heals. Are we loving ourselves? Love heals. Are we being patient with ourselves? The adage that time heals all wounds still holds a lot of truth. Are we listening to the voice of the Spirit and the things He's trying to tell you? We are sometimes so hard on ourselves, and I'm afraid many of us need spiritual healing from self-inflicted wounds of doubt, offense, and the choice to believe misconceptions about perfection and the Lord's expectations of us. If this is the case for you, I encourage you to study King Benjamin's address, again in the Book of Mormon. In Messiah 4.3, we read that, quote, The Spirit of the Lord came upon them, and they were filled with joy, having received a remission of their sins, and having peace of conscience because of the exceeding faith which they had in Jesus Christ. Don't you love the phrase, peace of conscience? Peace of conscience heals. I can tell you that there is a certain joy, peace, and power that comes from living the gospel of Jesus Christ and keeping the commandments. I know this because I've had those times in my life that I've been on the opposite side of that joy, peace, and power, and I just want to testify that that joy, peace, and power is worth every sacrifice and every amount of effort. The great thing is that there's room in our eternal progression for growth, improvement, and do-overs. Thank heavens, right? 
That's the beauty of the plan of salvation and happiness and the path that our Savior has given us to follow. His arms are open to every single one of us, and He will receive us, work with us, and help us. I know that spiritual healing will strengthen us emotionally and physically. Elder Merrill J. Bateman agrees, for he said, quote, Whatever the source of pain, Jesus understands and can heal the spirit as well as the body, end quote. So as we move forward and resolve to live healthier lives, it is my sincere hope that we can remember to heal thyself, to become a healthy self. And my gift to you now, drumroll please. Happy, happy new year, my friends dear. Happy days will come to you all year. If I had one wish that it would be a happy, happy new year to you from me. Wah!